Welcome to the Found Podcast, a sort of after show for City Reach Oakton's 5pm service, a place to gather as a church to worship God and hear relevant Bible teaching aimed at youth and young adults. We're here to reflect on the sermons and share what we got out of it to help all of us live a life for God's glory. Today, we are going to talk about why we pray, why we don't pray, and then we're going to pray. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 22 of the Found Podcast. I am... And one of your co-hosts, McKenna Paul. And I am here. And I was Deacon Percy, the other co-host of the Found Podcast, City Reach Oakton's number one you young adult podcast. I don't know if we say youth anymore. I feel like this isn't really... I don't know. Is this for the uh, youth? I feel like it's more, more I mean, than just the, do any the of adults. The, do we know if any of the youth listen to it? I don't know. I haven't ever gone... I mean, we don't discuss things about youth really, so... So I guess it's really just the number one. And there was a time where Found was trying to be for youth as well, but that didn't really happen. Yeah, that's okay. But oh, it's well. but it's for young adults for sure. And you Enough are the- therefore likely an adult if you're listening to this. And if you're not... Please do. <laughs> thank you for listening. Because at the end of the day, the message of Christ uh, is for everybody. Young, old, middle, whatever else you want. <laughs> middle. <laughs> middle. Yeah, those middle people. I really hope they listen well, to the Found Middle age. You know, middle age. Okay. Sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, age is not a barrier. And it's definitely not a barrier at the Found Podcast, unless, of course, you're age 18 to 30, and therefore you're the only people that can go to the beach social event that's on this Saturday Yeah, from 5.30pm at Tennyson Beach, uh, use the internet to figure out what that is, because I have no idea what that beach is. But To, to everyone else, uh, we're sorry, uh, but it's not our fault. So. It's not. It's um, someone else's fault. Yeah. Uh, but if you're trying to carpool, enjoy. I will probably be there. Deacon will probably be there. I actually don't know. But please do come if you're between the age of 18 and 30. And like going to beaches. And even if you don't like going to the beach. Come anyway. Yeah, I know anyway. sand is rough and coarse and irritating and it gets everywhere, but yeah. it's a lot of fun. Social. Hang out with people. Fellowship. So, yeah. Yeah. And then other announcements, like that first one we just had. Uh, we have a found sermon this Sunday uh, still, uh, because we're doing this whole found not becoming a major part of the thing anymore, where it's going to be monthly. But we still have one this Sunday. And then we have a special night mill thingy, I think, the next week. I, I'm pretty sure, if I recall correctly. We've reached the death of found. It's not the death of found. The temporary death before it resurrects each month. And, finally, if all goes to plan, uh, this Sunday, the whole body of City Reach Oakton is starting a new series. So, Dick and I believe it's a good time to start talking about that. So, next week, we'll talk a bit about the um, Oakton sermon as well. So, just a heads up. Because if we don't, then we have no podcast material. I mean, we will next week because we still have a sermon, as I just said before. Found. Yeah, but... But yeah. So, Deacon, let's get into this week's sermon, which was by Ollie. It was. And it's about praying. It's one of the things he, want us, he wants us to remember. Or it was just what was in the next part, Matthew. But Wait, what do they want us to remember again? Uh, praying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, he did his sermon on Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 to 38. So, we were going to do this final few verses unlike last week which is i said otherwise <laughs> and basically deacon as you will know because you were there i was he talked about two things he talked about why we pray and why we don't pray so but what does that mean oh deacon why we pray means the reasons why we pray which um from his <laughs> <laughs> analysis includes um because god's kingdom is good news you know so we pray because we are just so overwhelmed by how amazing that is Um, which makes a lot of sense we pray because our hearts break for those who are lost you know we have God's desire to provide those who know the shepherd you know we want to care about those who don't know Jesus Um, because there is a great need as as in the passage the harvest is plentiful but the workers are few 
And because it is, it is only in God's strength, not ours. We are dependent on him. Um, as it says in Matthew 9, 38, Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out the workers into his harvest field, meaning God's. And so he concludes in that section saying, therefore, ask. And then likewise, he flips back to why we don't pray and basically just uses the opposite of everything he just said. Really great way to extend your, your, your sermon. Very <laughs> Good job, Ollie. Yeah. Um, uh, but we were lacking material to work with this week, but thank goodness we had that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's actually, no, it's good. It, no, it's actually good we're talking about why we don't pray because that is often what happens. So like, oh, it's so cool to pray, but but then we don't, right? Yeah. That is, it's not cool to not pray, so why are we not cool? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So... <laughs> And he says, you know, may not, we may not have believed the good news. Or we don't really understand how important it is. We aren't moved by the fact that what Jesus has done um, is allow us to enter God's kingdom for a sacrifice. And I think that's definitely true, particularly of even for like of people who are recent to faith, they may not fully comprehend it. But I think likewise also those who have been off faith for a long time, you know, I think I feel like I sometimes forget how incredible that is. You know, like you kind of forget how incredible like, Jesus' sacrifice means. Like what that actually means is incredible, right? Like, I think we forget that. I think that stops our desire to pray. He only also talked about because we don't care about others, we consume by ourselves, we become apathetic. This was one that, that spoke to me quite a lot. You know, like, like, you know, we often care for a group of people, but like we don't actually care for everyone, everyone who was a child of God, yeah, everyone who was made by Him. Yeah. And we often also don't see the need. And so, you know, we've got our own problems, so we just don't pray. And we also think it's up to us. Yeah. And not actually in His strength. And that's quite a foolish thing. Uh, he does have some other things as well, uh, just about how the uh, real-life examples of prayer, but we'll get into that maybe a little bit. But um, Deacon, your thoughts on this sermon? Yeah, I had fun. Uh, I think it was definitely another necessary one coming into the... I guess all of these sermons are necessary in like a state of spiritual static, as we were talking about last week. But yeah, I think um, prayer has been something that I've definitely forgotten to do consistently lately. I'm pretty sure I've already said this a lot, so... But yeah, prayer's, prayer's good. You could, you could even say it's great, and I definitely need to spend more time doing it. Uh, although I did do it last night, uh, so I'll give myself just the tiniest bit of leeway and none, no other leeway. So have you done more prayer since this sermon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've prayed, like, twice, I think. Which and is- as before, I was playing, like, once a week. Okay. Well, that's that's great. That's a great improvement. Thank you for your vulnerability. I think, and I and I think there's many of us like that where we don't actually pray. Almost like we go on for days without praying, without really intentionally saying hi to God. You know, I mean, often I like will say something to God, but I don't know. But like, you know, like there's like praying in your head, like the back of your mind, and that is prayer, and that is important. But I think also actually spending time when you put all your distractions aside, really sitting down intimately praying sort of like that real focus time is really important to do and we should be and i should be doing more often more than just you know like what you're saying like once a week yeah and and also like it's it's pretty bad um especially because like it's something i keep promising that i'm gonna do and then i just don't so Mm. and do you think that's because you don't you don't like care to or is it just like excuse like what 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 stops you from praying (laughs) what's my excuse okay yeah no, well, that's just, it's just, I'm just curious. Uh, I think a lot of it's just, um, as we were kind of, as you kind of said a, a little few minutes ago, uh, it's just about forgetting how good it is. Um, so I just forget to do it, uh, cause I'm just distracted by doing other things. And when I normally, I dedicate my prayer time to when I'm about to go to bed. Um, 
and when I'm about to go to bed, normally I think, okay, what's this last thing I can do before I go to sleep? And I end up doing something that I never intended to do in the first place instead of praying. So, mm. yeah, for sure. I, I, I agree with you in that sense. Like, I, when I pray and I say, oh, I'm going to really do this at this time, but then, like, I get sidetracked by doing something else or something that I plan to do in a specific time takes longer. Next, but it's like, all right, well, I still got to do it. But then, like, you do it, like, you, I don't do it as, like, long or as intimately as I was planning to. Yeah. So, like, oh, I really want to go and do this thing now. I really want to go and, you know, have some fun or something like that or go for a walk, you know, like say, oh, that's important. But like, you know, really undervaluing prayer, like you're saying, and really, um, yeah, really, really shafty in some ways. So. Yeah. Like last night, um, I did pray, as I said, like a second ago, but also right before I did all that, I went through like a bunch of old, not old, well, drawings I've done over like the past year. Um, Cause I was just like, con- like contrasting how like my drawings were back like over the past year with mm. how I'm doing nowadays which I guess in a way is kind of important because I've like drawing is something that I enjoy doing so it's I guess nice to see how I've developed as like that as a hobby but prayer is also more important and I could have spent that time going through that which I could have done any other time exactly. uh, spending I could have spent that time spending time with God so exactly and I think that's what we often do we often think oh well this I still have to do this important thing but then, of course, we forget that prayer is more important, and we need prayer. Hmm. I think, and we forget how much we need it in our lives. Yeah, I think, and it's really interesting because I've, I mean, I, I, I get in, and I get in the habit of like, I, I mean, yeah, I was talking before how you know I don't really do that intimate prayer time. Sometimes I get distracted or get shortened. The only time I do it best is when I'm actually praying with or for others. You know, I feel like that really helps me. Like often, yeah. I will. You know, after I, I pray with Lydia and we have like a, a, a list of like prayer points or whatever. And that's really, and I've seen a lot of fruit from that. You know, that that does, and it, you know, it's shown me how praying does bear fruit. It does do, like it is God listens and God, and you pray expectantly, um, you know, it being the Lord's will, then it will come. And, you know, it's on his term and on his time, his perfect time, but it will come. And I think we, and I think, suddenly understanding more and more um as of late what prayer really means how amazing prayer is the comfort that it comes from knowing that god hears you um like in genesis even like in some of those symbols like genesis 21 where um uh where is it who is it ish haggai when haggai i'm trying to remember i don't remember okay yeah and, and like but like the woman cries out if you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about if you don't know what i'm talking about you don't know what i'm talking about i'm sorry bad luck <laughs> bad luck um but she cries out and the lord hears him and it's like that with prayer like we, you know, we can we can share our sorrows and our good times and our bad with him and he hears us and prayer is how we do that is the vehicle the way we communicate with him that way and i think we and we do undervalue that completely yeah i think uh there is something to be said about like how well prayer points can help you pray because a lot of the time like what i don't have prayer points, I tend to get easily distracted in my prayer, and even when it's just a basic, oh, thank you for what you've given me, uh, thank you for, like, the time I have to spend with you and the time I have to spend with others, and I thank you for the future, and I pray that in future I'll rely on you more and come to develop my relationship with you more. Um, all stuff that's good, but pretty basic, and you think should be a part of any prayer, I guess, but when I have other reasons, like, or someone may be struggling or, you know, someone 
uh, is going through like a time of transition, like found is kind of going through right now. That gives me like a focus in prayer, or even if it's just something fresh, um, something that's freshly happened that sort of has me kind of excited in a way that's like doesn't happen often. Often, like late last year, um, I had a family dis- uh, family dinner with um, so some of my dad's side of the family and. My brother and I don't see our cousins from that side of the family very often, only like two or three times a year. And I had a really good conversation with uh, one of my younger cousins. Um, we just pretty much talked like the whole time and it was great. And we had uh, we had another great conversation on like Boxing Day, which they came over as well. And yeah, after that uh, family dinner, I went home and I prayed about it because it, it wasn't something I was expecting. It was really nice because mm. um, yeah, I didn't expect to have like a really good like deep conversation with my cousin while it wasn't focused on god or anything i mean i brought up church a couple of times because it's just that involved in my life so you know it's hard like have to talk about it because it's so great but yeah i went home and i prayed and i was like thank you for this opportunity to like uh connect with this person that i don't really see that often and it was able to we're able to have like a really good conversation without Mm. any real real stumbles so that's great yeah. And I think that illustrates two things. Firstly, that, you know, prayer is not just about the big things, it's about the small things in our lives. Mm. And it's about thanking God as well, not just asking or near his support, also thanking him, praising him for when he responds, when he just gives you something good like that. Yeah. And, oh no, what was the other point? But I think the, the other point also is that often we pray for God when only something amazing happens or like something big in our lives, sort of, as you were sort of saying, in a way. Yeah, it's often that thing that we, we, we rely on God when we're, when it's like a big thing happens or when we really, really need him. It's ever when we're like in a good spot yeah. or when it's just like everything's fine, like I'm in a good season. Like we often don't um, still stay in contact with him often. And I think that's why prayer needs to become a habit in that way to know that it needs, it needs to be happening all the time, right? Yeah. I think as Ollie said, you know, we need to start praying and then you need to build the habit to actually You need to pray and pray and pray and pray and exactly. pray. Exactly. Exactly, and I think that's um, a good reminder because we always because we don't always feel like praying, you know. But then I also wonder: do we always ever feel like doing what we should be doing sometimes in life? Yeah, like, not really. I mean, all of us, like all of us, eventually, even if we're not like, even if some of us are studying, we're going to end up in a dead end nine to five job, which we're going to be doing for most of our lives. So we won't want to do so. Oh right, I see. I see your point now. I was yeah, really I should have specified that. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, but that's yeah, true, and. And I think what was I not also, to be cynical. <laughs> I also really liked, um, you know, Ollie's point just about seeing Count Zinnendorf, Zin Zinzendorf, 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 Really cool name. Um, and, and the Moravians and just like God did through them, you know, being moved by Christ's suffering and broken heart about the state of the world, and just seeing what they did. That they're like, how do they respond? They are powerless and they realize they're powerless and we too are powerless really when we think about it and you are nothing how do do we respond which is prayer because then we can call in you know the strongest being which is god and i think that's what's challenged me as well to know that that i am sort of you know god is in control and i am powerless in that way only he can really help us and save us and so i also need to grow in compassion to have to break have my heart broken for others hmm. and to desire them to get to know them more uh, is there anything else you want to quickly add before we start praying yeah ollie's advice of basically just pray pray and pray again has definitely i think definitely helped me in 
being like conscious of how I'm doing right now, even though I was already conscious of it, but like conscious of how I can move forward and start praying to get into a good rhythm. Um, as when I was in a much stronger state of wanting to grow more, uh, consistent prayer helped me strengthen my faith and uh, definitely helped me avoid bef- uh, like the state that I'm in now. And I don't know when that transition happened or why I stopped, but I'm sure that praying praying and praying again will help me definitely start getting back into it again for sure and also i think as like we sort of talked about at the beginning of the recap even though we didn't really say it was a recap but i think ollie discussing the ideas of why we do and don't pray has definitely helped me to understand how i can avoid my own spiritual trappings um such as the one i'm in right now and how i can work towards wanting to read more pray more and just get back into the state of thirsting for god so Mm. yeah all right well let's try and thirst for god let's listen to him let's ask him let's let's praise him uh we're going to enter some time of prayer uh which would just be dick and i going back and forth praying essentially but if you're like you can of course close your eyes bow your heads and pray with us you know you may just say your own things or you may just pray along with what we're saying as well if you agree or if that's something that's on your heart as well you know so we're just gonna we're just gonna guard this for a bit so we hope you enjoy you know and take this opportunity to pray as well you know even if you just stop the podcast now and just and just spend this time praying yeah. for us the episode i mean know? at the end of the day we're just trying to promote like spending more time with god anyway so exactly but we're also but also you know the church is in there's a lot going on at the church and it seems like a really important thing uh to just be to be praying and to do it in a way yeah to encourage like you're saying yeah and i do also want to say also a lot of the i've been looking at the found facebook group because i finally joined that and i really just love seeing like the past few weeks just people talking about let's pray let's pray let's pray so i'm really encouraged that people within our community are are, are saying this is how we should respond the only reason to get facebook <laughs> I mean, that's the only might reason. Not be, it is the only reason I got Might Facebook. not be worth all the harvesting of personal data, but we will. I don't know. I think being encouraged about brains is, is worth it. Yeah, true. But also, it is kind of like... I don't know. Point is, uh, do how you... Like, pray in the way that brings you closer to God, I guess. Mm. All right. So, uh, we're going to start now. Let's close our eyes and bow our heads. Dear Lord, uh, thank you for this opportunity to be here to today um, and to discuss with you what it means to pray um, and how it brings us closer to you and how we can go about being consistent and being real with it, I suppose. Um, and I guess to start with, uh, Lord, I wish that uh, we're in, in the ongoing future i guess anytime really but um that we'll be encouraged to uh, continue to pray and then pray and then pray as ollie said um and i pray that uh that's out of a i want to pray rather than out of a feeling of obligation to do it rather because prayer without desire is ultimately just kind of pointless i suppose lord um yeah, I also pray that in this time of transition for City Rechokedon, uh, that you'll give us guidance, uh, patience, um, I suppose the 
uh, I suppose that we're not really thrown off by by the idea of uh, losing found as a weekly service lord um, and that we'll be able to uh, integrate into the morning service uh, and join a much larger family lord Um, Father Lord, thank you that that you are so good, and thank you for the Bible and special and the Gospels as well, and just uh, this short passage and just how beautiful it is and how wonderful it is that we just see a part of Jesus' character of just full compassion is heartbreaking for those who are lost sheep without a shepherd. Father, I ask that you help me and Deacon and and really the church as a whole. Uh, have their hearts broken for those who don't know you um to think about the times when we were far from you father and how how terrible that felt and how amazing it is that we um that that you've been chosen by us and help us to to have these thoughts to realize that that others should that we want to ensure that others know you father that we want to share um this good news with others help us be moved and with compassion that these are also um, people made your image that 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 deep inside yearn for something more yearn for you father i pray that you put instill that in my heart lord and you know from that i pray that you know you help me uh i have a desire to actually um share the good news with those i know such as like my school friends or just other non-christian friends that i have around me father or family members lord and as as Deacon prayed, I also pray for the future of this church, for uh, for for the young adults in particular, as we go through a transition of of reintegration. And thank you for the time that Fat has had um, as this siloed community. I think, um, despite it, um, you know, in some ways, not necessarily reflecting your desire to have one body, one church, Lord. I think you have still, as you often do, through our wrongdoings, you still uh, have provided so much. You have grown this community, and I'm excited to see what you do with us as the Undock community for the rest of the church, Lord. As I thank you for your grace and peace that you always provide us, Lord. Lord, I pray for the this. I pray that you can help us to rely on your strength and to fill us with the spirit and motivation to grow our relationships with you. Mm. Um, yeah. And I pray for anybody that might be struggling with that right now for the people who, uh, like me, maybe in a spiritual static state. Um, I pray that all of us will, uh, move forward with a renewed desire to know you, Lord, and to live for you, Lord. And I pray that um, even if it's not even just for the people that are struggling uh, to further their relationship with you, Lord, but I pray for those who might be struggling in any way, whether it be um, small or large, uh, could be financial, physical, spiritual, uh, I pray, Lord, that you can guide them uh, through their problems and that at the end of it all 
Lord, um, it's for your glory and that we can recognize that instead of being wound up in our own little issues. Father, I pray uh, for, for leadership, Father, in the church, especially the appointing of a senior pastor and an adults pastor, Father, that as uh, the eldership search and and, um, and you know, figure out who that should be, that they do that for you and through prayer on you. And I thank you that you know that they've done this before and that they will, I believe, do it again, Father, and that. Uh, the person that you provide um, to the church is by you and from you and not really um, any of our works. You are simply working for us, Father. I thank you that all that glory does deserve to you. You're so perfect. And I pray for Pastor Ollie and Meg and his family as they um, you know, enter this transition of him leading, leaving young adults pastor and moving to America for a year and studying, Father. It's an exciting opportunity, Lord. I thank you for his boldness and in always wanting to uh, to serve the church, but more importantly, serve you. Um, you know, such as recently rejecting financial support, Father. And so I just pray that you help him to continue to have a heart for you and to trust in you as he continues to, Father. That you help him to grow in you more and more and that his time in America is fruitful. And um, even though there will be tough times and unknown times, um, be that in terms of um, spiritual dryness or financial unknown or just family troubles or whatever, Father, that you remind him uh, that you are there with him, that he is, has a good plan for him and for his family as well and those around him, Lord. Uh, yeah, I just pray that that is, um, yeah, just the time. And I also ask that, um, us as a community, as a church community, can get around him and support him as he makes his transition to Father. Help us to, uh, yeah, have a have a compassion for not just those that we know intimately within this church, um, but also those that we don't know that well in the church. Uh, to care for everybody, every single um, body within this, and every single person um, that you have made on this earth, Lord. Father, I also pray uh, for youth camp that's coming up soon and the associated fundraisers with it, such as the quiz night and another sausage sizzle. Father, I thank you uh, for Tony and Amy and what they do. And I just pray that um, that youth camp can be um, a great time, a time where we get to know you more, that the youth kids get to understand you more, how awesome you are, that we can praise and celebrate and grow in you more. I pray um, and hope that, site, that that COVID doesn't um, interfere, Father. But even if it does, that um, that you are still in control, and that uh, your goodness will still come through the youth community um, as long as we rely on you. So I ask that continues, Father. I also pray about the land across the road um, from Oakton, whether or not that should be, um, you know, that should happen if that decision should be made. Um, where the opportunity should be taken, Father. I pray for wisdom and guidance 
um, and discussion within the community to understand um, if this is what you desire, Father. Even though we may have different thoughts about it, that at the end of the day, we follow your will, Father, because you, your will is perfect, Lord. Have a Father, I thank you for everything you provide. I thank you for this time in prayer, for this time where we can just hear you, where you hear us, Father, where we can cry out to you if we desire, where we can find comfort, and where we can celebrate with you, Lord. I pray for everybody um, who is praying right now, that you, um, you know, bring the spirit alive within them, and pray that you encourage us to continue to pray in you and know you more and desire to build a relationship with you. And yeah, thank you, Father, for all that you provide. And I pray for the year ahead, um, that you're present for all of it, for all of us. And I pray for a challenging and exciting year, Father. And that, that's already happening, Lord. And I pray that... Uh, we continue to lean on you for all this. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Right, well, thank you for staying this far into the episode, if you have. Uh, we hope this was a fruitful time, a good time of prayer, and we'll see you next week for another episode of The Found Podcast. Dicking around. Dicking out. The Found Podcast is part of City Reach's family of podcasts that bring glory to God and joy to the city. It is hosted and written by myself, McKenna Paul, and Deacon Percy. Music is by Campbell James. Our producer is Pastor Ollie Van Roof, and we are very grateful for this opportunity to serve. If you'd like to keep up with the found sermons that happen every week, then please subscribe to this podcast feed. You can also check out the City Reach Oakton podcast feed to listen to the morning sermons. You can visit City Reach Oakton in person by visiting our Sunday services that happen at 9am, 11am, and 5pm. We'd love to see you there. And if you want to go deeper into the Bible, we have community groups every Wednesday at the church offices in the Red Building. It's a big, glowy City Reach sign. You cannot miss it. We also have the youth program on Friday nights for students from year 6 to 12. Find out more about the wider City Reach family, please visit cityreach.com.au. And if you would like to send us any feedback or prayer requests, then you can email us using found at cityreach.com.au.